しさにまぶたを閉じた君のこと誰の目にも触れない影に Hey everyone, and welcome back to Class 1A Popped Off's My Hero Academia podcast. As always, I'm one of your homeroom teachers, Advert, aka Andrew Nimsger, and alongside me, I have Fanfic and Apothecary, also known as Dylan Beal and James Graham. And I gotta let you guys know, like, in this video call right now, can you still see, like, my goosebumps from this episode? Am, am I the only one that has that? Am I the only one still emotional about yeah, all yeah, this? Yeah, can you see the tears in my eyes? Because it's <laughs> over, and I don't want it to be over. I was, uh, I was, yeah, I was more upset that we're not getting more Endeavor than more than it was just over as a whole. Like, it was I mean, too good. It was too it was, good. It was too good. Exactly. Yeah. It was too way too good. And like, I, I don't know what I expected out of this episode, but it wasn't this. And holy shit! Every time I went back, took screenshots for it and all that. <clears throat> that one minute towards the end of where the episode title comes from, the his start part, gets me. Like that goes down. Like I'm saying that right now is one of my favorite parts in all of my hero. So I found more recently with like this season that there hasn't been a lot of like episodes where I'm like, okay, I got to go back and rewatch that. Like, I, like that's, that's an episode that is like on my rewatch list. This is on my rewatch list. This is something iconic. that I'm going, uh, it is, it is absolutely iconic. Right. And it's not just because it's endeavor. It's because of how the whole episode, how played out, how the whole fight played out. All the influ- outside influences, like it was ridiculous. It was, it was, it was a roller coaster, and I was way too half asleep to like w- really appreciate it. So I'm gonna rewatch it probably after we finish this call. Yeah, but I do want to get the recap so we can talk even more about this and go through everything in more detail. So let's jump through the rigmarole and then we can get straight in the episode. Aka, that's uh, your part, Dylan. Oh, yeah, that's sorry. When, that's when you start talking. <laughs> Make sure you tell all your friends about us. Make sure you leave a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, even though we're scuffed sometimes. Just a little scuffed, yeah. And uh, we're going to get into this more later, um, but if you have any suggestions for uh, segments or what we could do in the off-season now that you know we are done the show, Andrew's going to go through a big spiel about this later, let us know over on Twitter at popped underscore off or email us at contact at poppedoff.com. I think a lot of people wouldn't believe us that we're actually like 35 episodes in if they listen to the beginning of this one. Nope. It sounds like this is like our third episode together, so <laughs> that's great. But let us jump into the recap for Season 4, Episode 25, His Start. At the very beginning, we see two of Todoroki's siblings visiting their mother in the hospital. They're catching up, and we learn that Todoroki has been constantly sending letters to her. One of the siblings tell their mom that Endeavor is now officially number one. And they're talking about how they want to split blood ties and all that kind of stuff from him. And pretty much just put him in his past because that's something that he's done. And then we go on and we learn that Endeavor actually still brings flowers to their mother frequently. And it was a flower that he only mentioned like once. She only mentioned once on one of their first dates and he still brings it. But she'll never see him, however, because she's afraid. And the doctors don't really recommend it. But it's starting to become clear that he is trying to face his family and his past. We go back to Endeavor flying and fighting high-end just like i said last week it was very much a learning experience for everyone that he could fly because even hawks was surprised um but we learned that endeavor has regenerative powers after being blasted can't talk which is incredibly different for nomus and has multiple other quirks that we don't exactly understand exactly what they are um endeavor and high-end trade attacks back and forth and destroy the building they're originally in cutting the top half almost pretty much in half and having it starting to slide off um, Hawks uses his quirk Fierce Wings to get everyone out of the building 
in a um in the part that is about to fall and then Devon then slices an entire half a building into literal pieces um trying to kill Hyatt in the process however Hyatt did not get uh, destroyed and only a part of his body was destroyed and then regenerated quickly a couple of other pro heroes show up and then Hyatt spits out numerous other nomus to distract them while he fights Endeavor Endeavor, however, is starting to overheat from using his signature checks right away from the beginning, knowing how dangerous High End was. It's clear that High End is starting to think and actually perceive what's going on with them, making a comment about Endeavor not using his big attacks anymore, possibly because he can't, rather than he doesn't want to. Um, and then Endeavor uses prominent burns and appear appears to destroy High End. However, High End ripped his head off and threw it out of the blast right before it hit him. High End quickly regenerates and then rips off parts of Endeavor's face, and we see everyone who's watching, um, we start to see like a flash between everyone that was watching it. We see the people down in the city. We see all of Class 1A, All Might, and the siblings. Um, and it appears that Endeavor has now been defeated and everyone starts to fall in, the whole city starts to fall into chaos. As everyone starts to believe that Endeavor stands no chance. However, Endeavor gets back up but is then blasted into another building by High End. As, as High End starts to beg for more and more power. The kid, too afraid to shake Endeavor's hand from the last episode, now screams in the camera about how Endeavor is still alive and fighting and how he's risking his life for them and that everyone should not give up and kind of pretty much stay calm. Um, we see Endeavor flying after High End, but really is just propelling his body. And we learn that he actually cannot move his body anymore. He's just using the heat to propel himself forward. Um, Hawk speeds up Endeavor with some of his feathers to help um, match the speed of High End on top of his incredible power. Endeavor lands a punch, but it isn't initially enough, so he continues to fly up with his fist in High End's mouth, um, high up into the sky, having Hawk's help propel him until he's so high that he doesn't need to worry about people or buildings. Um, once he reaches far above the city, he unleashes plus ultra prominence burns and then falls to the ground in a giant flaming ball. There's a couple of seconds, and then we see High End is defeated, and Endeavor is standing tall with his fist in the air. It is not a sign of victory, but instead a sign of his start, as a number one hero, and everyone better have fucking got chills at this part. And that is where the episode ends. There is a teaser after that for season five, but we're going to do that where we'd normally talk about the next episode there, because I didn't know where to really throw that. But we've already said it. I think we all agree this is an iconic episode. I but think so, yeah. What makes it iconic? Because this is a fight one. There's not much to really deep dive into. We learn a little bit about Hawks, we can talk about uh, high end and the Nomus. We can talk about Endeavor and his family and all that. I, I think that no... I think that's deep diving though. There's so many points. Of deep yeah, diving. I was gonna I was gonna say like yes, it's a fight episode, but this is not your standard fight episode that is like filling the the episode where a fight is designated. They did a bunch with this like this one episode, and I mean my hero has done this like time time again where it's like yeah it's a fight but like there's like a little bit more but this is like yeah there's a fight and then we got his family and we get that scared ass kid who's literally endeavors deku and like it was just like a bunch of like it was a bunch of stuff plus hawks right so it was it was all all over the place well i think we should start like from the beginning with endeavors family and how their general relationship is towards him i i'm really glad that they brought this up because i think it was last week um i was talking about that because i was a little disappointed i'm like are they really just gonna like brush that all under the rug and pretend it didn't happen and so yes, really yeah. great i'm really really glad that they went and were like oh no he's still done terrible things here's like <laughs> all the bad things everyone remembers he did bad things um but here's the steps going through on how he's trying to get better so i'm glad they at least brought it up you know 
Yeah, well, you can see that there's clearly, like, the the first son, or I'm going to say, like, you know, the first son with an asterisk, because I still think Dobby's number one. Um, the, uh, like, I think his name's Natsu, uh, like, basically, who has, like, yeah. basically entirely white hair, um, has basically totally disowned him. He, he probably, by the sounds of it, didn't even really know his dad. His dad probably disowned him because he incorporated no, none of the, 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 you know, the fire quirk. Um, and then the, the daughter seems to be a bit more sympathetic, and then... The mother, like, I mean, yes, we, we, like, we've covered that she, there is some mental instability there and all this stuff, but, like, Endeavor's trying to make an effort because, of, like, the flowers and stuff like that, and, like, they, they like, it wasn't just, like, oh, he sent me flowers, it's, like, he, I said this once to him the very first time I met him, and, like, this is, like, this is never left, right? So, the dude is still, like, yeah, he's very much trying to atone for what he's done, but I think he, as well as everybody else around him who knows the family history... All know he's a horrible dude. He's not a good person, like, or he wasn't initially, and he's really trying to break that down. And I think we really saw that big shift after um, the the license episode. Like, I think that was the really where we started seeing that, right? But at the same time, though, I, it gives me the same. It gives me a feeling that this has been going on for a while because his mother actually mentioned that he's been he's been stopping by for ages. She's never seen him, but like he like he keeps checking in, sort of thing, right? Yeah, I mean, that whole thing about the flower continuing to be brought up, I'm like, hell yeah. Like, I know Endeavor's Endeavor. Like, it's it's not good. We agree it's done the horrible things there, too. But it's been pretty much since, yeah, since Plum, All Might fell, is that we've seen him slowly, slowly starting to come more to the side as I started to grow and to like him a lot more. So kind of seeing that redemptive side that, yes, he's horrible, but he does realize that he's been horrible for most of his life now, at this point at least, and he's been trying to make those amends for a while. <clears throat> and kind of seeing that come to fruition is awesome. And that's why I 100% thought he was going to die this episode. Like, when yeah. his face got ripped off, I'm like, he's going to be on his last legs, do one final move, and then die. And I was fully preparing myself for that, and I thought that would have been an incredible way to end the season. But yeah. I, <clears throat> I am so happy they included the siblings. Yeah, I, I really don't think the, the society could handle two number one heroes dying <laughs> back to back, so I'm glad that didn't happen. Um, but I, I do like how... Um, they had that scene of, like, the chaos and stuff like that of, like, oh, like, no, this is what society kind of is starting to look like. And I think that's been kind of the uh, reoccurring theme, like, this, at least, like, this whole season of, like, society doesn't have a number one hero. Here's what it looks like when you don't have the symbol of peace anymore. Like, yeah. people people are losing faith. There's more villains or whatnot. And, like, this seemed like a good turning point of, like, listen, we know, we know shit's fucked. We know everything's, like, messed <laughs> up. And so, like... Here's like a turning point of like, even though we can't have a symbol of peace, maybe Endeavor is that symbol of power to kind of keep things together. Yeah, and it, like I like I like that they very much hinted, or like not even hinted, but it was like a theme throughout the episode is that Endeavor doesn't do everything like All Might did. He didn't only rescue and beat the crap out of people. He needed Hawks to be basically like damage control while Endeavor was Endeavor, right? Like I mean, it was nice. You had this really like good relationship. Both of them kind of. Like, and it even shows, like, why Hawks grew to like Endeavor. Like, like with that nice little flashback of basically when Hawks was younger, and Endeavor was, like, why well, everybody was, like, super stoked over All Might. Endeavor is, like, I don't know what they were getting him to do with, like, the wood and the rocks. Like, it looked like... I didn't get that it, Like, it, it looked like he was literally just starting to, like, clean up. Like, he was literally just starting oh. to, like, put stuff back together. 
Like, I think it might have been part of it that like he we saw him fall to his knees. Yeah, and, and he was probably just like, like out of like anguish, like he was just upset that he was number one and so much higher. So he started picking up stuff to make it seem like he wasn't upset. Like I didn't understand that fully either. Yeah, but it was trying to tell us like it was trying to be as um Hawks even said like how awkward can you be? And that's why I lean more towards like oh he was it's like when you fall and you try to play it off. That's totally the kind of vibe I got from it on my watch through. It totally could have meant something else. Yeah. But I think that's kind of what they were going for there. Yeah, because, like, we're seeing we're, – we're really fleshing out, like, Endeavor's personality that he's, like – I mean, we we got that, yes, he's, like, you know, he was a horrible father. He, you know, like, is, is brash and is very unapproachable, all this stuff. But he's, like, he is socially awkward. He is an awkward dude. He, you've seen it when he was trying to confront fans. We've seen it how he deals with social settings with, like, you know, with the All Might thing. And, like, I mean, yeah, he just doesn't know how to really, like, like mesh with people, right? And I love that Hawks is drawn to that. Like, that's what made him and Hawks, like, such this, this really good team. Cause, and Hawks is, like, the polar opposite. He's, like, you know, he's flashy. He's social. He's all this stuff. We touched on this a lot, I think, the last episode. Um, but, yeah, it was basically, like, Throughout the entire episode, it was like, okay, I'm going to make you that much better, and I'm going to make sure you don't kill anybody in the process because I know how powerful you are, right? So, yeah, like, there was just, like, I, it, it, it kills me because this, like, we see this relationship all just unpack itself in one episode, and it was just like, okay, we now we have this crazy one-two combo, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think really think Hawks was phenomenal in this episode as well. I think it very much focused on um, Endeavor, but... Just kind of learning so much more about his quirk and really how much power he has under it. You now understand why he is the number two hero. Just uh, just standing in one place, seeing where everyone is and taking them all out of the building without even trying, it seems like. And I really lo- I love his power balance as well, is that he relies on his feathers to do his quirk, obviously. But the less he has, he can't fly or anything like that. Like Learning more about Hawks on top of the entire Endeavor fight going on, I... I, I really like that combination, and I hope this isn't the one time we see them together and then they maybe bump into each other, in which they probably won't work together too much more because they are number one and two. But it's too bad because I really love this combination, and I loved seeing how they interacted. But I guess we had high end, and we know we know Dobby sent high end here, and that's about all we know about him. First off, do we think there's anyone else in the hero universe right now that could have defeated him. I mean, like, it wasn't even... Re- like, I hate to say it, it wasn't just Endeavor that beat him, you know what I mean? It was Endeavor and Hawks, right? So, like, I don't... I don't know, because, like, I mean, out of, the, out of the top ten, like, I mean, I don't think Kami Woods would have beat him. Um, we don't really know... Like, I mean, Best Genius is there. I don't think Best Genius probably could have beat him at his... Like, when Best Genius was, like, functioning... But he definitely, I think he actually would have been, may have a better chance in like the live capture thing that Endeavor was. Like, as soon as Endeavor said, I'm going to live capture, I'm like, dude, your entire quirk is blowing people up and like disintegrating them. Like, I, like, how is this going to work? Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I, but, I think, I don't think anyone really but him could have defeated him in that way. Cause like his whole thing was he was like regenerating super, super quickly. And I think you needed that super strong fire quirk to kind of beat that. And I think the only other option would be a hero that's really good at capturing things like like uh, i i don't know who it would be but someone who could just capture him maybe that's true so i guess and with that i mean uh, we have no idea if there's gonna be more of these but obviously this was a nomu that could spit out other nomus it could talk it could think do we think that this is going to be the like the army of these are going to be the big bads of season five 
Do we think we're going to see more of these? This is a one-time thing or where, how big of an impact do you think high end is going to have on the show going forward? I think, I think the, the, the logical conclusion of the Nomus is going to be someone who looks completely human, but is a Nomu. I, I mark my words. That is going to be it. It's going to be someone who is like that. And it's hundred percent. So basically a mini all for one, uh, all for one. Yeah. It, it's going to be like, we found out how to like clone all for one. We were trying to do it with no moves or whatever. And here's the final product. And it's just like a dude. And you're like, could what? that be Shigaraki? Do you think there's a chance that at any point Shigaraki just in, it gets those powers? Because who else would they give basically all for one? Well, no, no. I think it's going to be a no move. Like it's going to be just yeah. a, a nobody, but it's going to look like a person. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be like a, uh, uh, like I don't know, like what would you call it? Like I don't want to say like an android, but like I mean, it's gonna yeah, be yeah, it's ba- gonna ba- be basically the same thought. Yeah, exactly. Right, that it's gonna be like a totally man-made person that you can just infuse with quirks and like it's like a, a like a blank kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, either right? that or it's gonna look like the all all for one. Like before he got like all messed oh, up, or whatever. Yeah, and that would be, be, like, be wild. And they're gonna be like, what? How? Like I thought you were locked up in Tartarus or whatever. And then he's gonna be like. That's that's a no move. We found out how to perfectly repli- replicate all for one. Like I think that is going to be what happens. I don't like I don't know. Like they set up no moves and like since the very first season and they keep upping the stakes of it. There has to be a conclusion. They can't just be these random big bads that they just throw at us and keep getting stronger for no reason. I think there has to be a conclusion to them, and I think this is it. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, there's just so many questions about Nomus that are answered. Who's making them? We do get a little bit of an information about that in the movie. There is a doctor that is introduced for like 30 seconds in the movie. I know, Dylan, you haven't seen that yet, so I'm trying not to go too into detail for that. But we, we have that doctor introduced, and I think that could definitely be it because, like you said, right now they're just getting stronger for no reason except just to get stronger and make the stakes higher. Like, there needs to be some kind of an explanation. I know I'm bad about always wanting an explanation for everything. But just having an unnamed villain showing up every six episodes, seven episodes, and just being ten times stronger isn't a good story plot to me. It's just literally kind of a showcase. And this one was a showcase for Endeavor, which was cool. We got chills. We absolutely loved that. But if the next big fight is Class 1A fighting two versions of High End, like that just, yes, it's going to be incredible. It's going to be really cool to see that fight. But eventually, like, the League of Villains, we need to actually run into them and fight them, or there needs to be a reason of why these Nomus, and even if that does culminate in one human-looking one, at least give us some background of where these guys are coming from. Otherwise, we'll just keep expecting, like, oh, there's kind of a lull. A fight needs to happen. It's going to be a Nomu. Yeah, I, I, it's kind of what it's like. I, I think I think they're just going to slowly give it to us over time. Like, I, I think this is a long arc that we're going to not have questions for for a really long time, and we're going to think it's arbitrary, but I think it's... I really do think it's going to culminate like towards the end because obviously you can't just fight all for one because like no one can really beat him except for for all might so they they you need to scale everyone up first ak you need to scale well, deku I, up yeah you need you to scale, gotta, deku, you gotta scale up. deku up i'm like that has to be the fight eventually yeah right? like, like that that is going to be that's like that's probably going to be one of the last fights is probably going to be deku and one of these things like ak deku versus all for one hmm yeah i think i also want to say that like i think my hero's done a great job of not turning it into a showcase um, like, I mean, I know, I, I feel like we have touched on this theme a lot where it's like, okay, we just don't want a random villain. We want like an overarching theme, but like almost every villain we've gotten like is a spawn of like what the events have like happened prior to it. You know what I mean? And it doesn't feel played out. Like stain was like a big reason to 
like you know the starting the like the issues with hero society and where it was at that time then we you know we had gentle who was like trying to basically he knew that like you know the the symbol was gone and he's like i'm not trying to do anything cruel or malicious but i'm trying to keep everybody on their toes you know what i mean yeah like, like if you think about it gentle kind of was a way just to showcase uh deku's like new flick ability on how he true can, yeah he can attack the air but the way that they set it up and the 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 thought and the backstory they put it into it was like no this makes sense like i understand why this villain exists it totally makes sense like even though he's like a means to have like a, a small story within the universe and have deku showcase like his his thing that he just learned it yeah. still makes sense and it's still good yeah yeah like it's definitely like the uh, like the showcase is always like a, like a point like we had with Endeavor today and everything like that, but it's never like the main thing. You know what I mean? It's always like the 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 device to cause the showcase is always very well thought out, very well integrated into the story, and like you never really, you know, you know, like that's never your first approach when you look at these fights. It's like, oh, okay, it's it's this then that. You know what I mean? Um, speaking of like random villains, one that wasn't random and that was set up like eight episodes ago, and we still know nothing about. Is uh the giant Gigano thing? Machio or whatever his name is. I think someone wrote in to call him that. Like, remember him when we were so certain he was going to be the final big bad of the season? Like, oh yeah, he's going to come in the last two episodes and just screw shit up and there's going to be a fight. Like, remember how wrong you were and that that threat is just sitting out there knowing it's <laughs> All Might's like faithful servant. Pretty much, I think they kind of said like it was his bodyguard or something kind of like that. Like that giant ass dude is just sitting out there and we have no idea what he's going to do. At any point. I, I really like that. I love all these loose ends. because Yeah, we literally have zero idea what's happening in Season 5 besides Deku's having some kind of interaction with past people. Yeah, That's I, all we know. I really like how they set up these like uh, these threads and they just leave them there because we know that they're going to come back eventually. We know we're going to get the League of Villains. We know that they're going to have something going on. We know that this big dude's going to have something going, for, uh, going on. And we also know All for One is in prison, but he just like keeps appearing at different points. We know they're <laughs> yeah. going to do something with him. Like, eventually, something's going to happen with him. And I, I like all those threads there because... Uh, well, don't forget the book, too. The book that was randomly promoted and was encouraging the metahuman whatever. Yeah. Like, the metahuman liberation the guy yelled or whatever. Like, we don't we don't can't forget about that book, too. Like, we think that's a League of Villains, but that could, that could be the big bad for the next season. Like, there's so, like... We have no idea where next season's going, but there are so many different ways it could go. On top of it just being one whole arc, just being a school arc. Like we haven't really had much time in Class One A. We had the festival, but we haven't seen. We haven't really had much group time with Class One A recently. And seeing them develop, seeing them do things, and having uh, experiences as a class is something we didn't have really this entire season. Like that could be a half a season next. In well, season five. Yeah. So they they just had their school festival. Now are we almost in? in I think I think by next season it should be a full year. So we should be getting the um, the sports festival soon, right? Yeah, because, yeah, the school festival is in the fall, so and, then the one was in the spring. And if we get that, then that means we also get another class of students in, too. Yeah, yeah. The that's they're gonna that's move, cool they're gonna to be, about. They're going to be second years, and we're going to get a new... And, like, I mean, and the, the show has done such a good job of setting up, like, how powerful younger kids are, you know what I mean? So like, Well, that's true. Right? Like, I mean, the show, like, especially with, like, the, the licensing thing, it was, like, younger generations don't respect the older ones because they think their quirks are more developed, they're more refined, they're more powerful. Like, what are we going to see out of the new class? Like, like I don't know how the school system works. Do they go, would class 1A become class 2A? Was that, was, is that how they would work? Or 
I don't know, like, how? what would you call them? Are they still Class 1A, or is there a new Class 1A, and they move up to Class 2A? No, yeah, they'll be Class 2, they'll be Class 2A. Oh, no, wait, is this show, this show going to have an identity crisis? <laughs> yeah, so at some point. Oh, no. It, it's okay, <laughs> it we'll roll with it, will. we'll roll with it, it's fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but that, that wouldn't that be such a cool twist, too? Like, we see Todoroki, Bakugo, and uh, Deku all obviously going for the number one hero, but then some kid a year younger than him makes it to the big three over one of those three. Like, that could introduce so many cool, like, relationships and arcs. Like, I don't think... Like, right now, do we... We don't know anyone the year above them. Maybe is Hatsume? No, Hatsume is a freshman as well. Like, we don't know anyone in 2A, and we only know the big three. So, we don't really interact with other classes too much. So, I don't think having them come in, but I could see one or two people from the new year one students be introduced. But just because there's a whole new class of people doesn't mean we're going to get a lot of new characters. It'd be like oh, they're cherry-picking one or two for whatever reason I could see happening. Well, we also don't know if, like, anybody from the, like, the middle year, the second year is between, like, between now and, uh, like, you know, uh, Mirio's class and stuff like that, if they're powerful as well. Because just because Mirio and, you know, that whole gang are now gone doesn't mean that there's somebody in, like, the, the second year right now who is just as powerful as them and just hasn't been brought up, right? So, I mean... I, I, something tells me I doubt that Deku, Todoroki, and Bakugo are going to walk into that role of the big three only as second years. And we might actually get some middle characters that haven't been mentioned yet. I hope, at least. Okay, so we're really getting into season five at this point. Is there anything else from this episode you want to talk about? I have no problem talking about this because we still have the teaser for next season to talk about a little bit as well. But is there anything else from this episode besides it being iconic and it's just so... It's so much of a fight, so it's hard to talk about a lot of it. But I, just... I did like how they kind of got the explanation for why he was trying to breed Todoroki the way he is, is because he was like, "Oh, I'm overheating," he and then it's like, "Oh, duh, that makes so much sense why it's fire and yeah. ice is because you want to cool yourself down so you don't overheat. So if you could just be someone who does fire and never overheats, that's like endeavor, but with no limits. Well, yeah, yeah. we saw that during the first school festival with Todoroki is that his half his body started freezing and that his body temper is dropping too cold so it can go the other way as well but he refused to use his fireside to warm himself up i think we've seen that a couple other mentions of that on todoroki as well but yeah seeing that from endeavor that even i mean shit he used like three moves and was flying a little bit and he was already starting to overheat so just kind of seeing how big of an obstacle it is for him and how big of a deal it was that still doesn't give him the right just to breed children (laughs) But it does make a little bit of sense of why he wants that. Because then obviously that makes a more powerful version of Endeavor. Yeah. But still. Like, I, there's, a, there's a couple things that I really wanted to like just kind of touch on with this episode as well. Um, Hawks using a feather sword, which I thought was really cool. That was a nice little touch to his quirk. Hawks turning Endeavor into a literal phoenix. And then, uh, and I mentioned this basically at the, the very beginning, is, you know, Endeavor had like a super fan. And I really like that. Like, I like the fact they brought that kid back and he was like his hype man. Cause he was like his, like that, that part was what got me. That's what did me in when he was like, the fire's not out. The, oh, flame- and the music started going too. Yeah. And it went back to him. That same music that's always in these big, yeah, they do it. They do it every time. Back. Right. Oh, but, it's so good. But yeah, like that was just it. Cause even the reporter was starting to falter and stuff like that. Saying that there's no, you know, there's no symbol anymore. <laughs> and then this kid just like starts screaming at her. The entire time, and I was just like, "That's, that's what Endeavor needed, man." And I'm happy that he got that. So, yeah, no, that's that's. I think that was like the best part of the whole fight for me. Plus, seeing like all the crazy animation that the show was so so well known for, 
with the, the oh. like the like and I and I also love that Endeavor was even like I hate I hate that school motto. I yeah, hate it so I was much. just about to say that I hate that school <laughs> motto, but then he still did it. Yeah. That felt good too. I'm like there's just so many little moments that just add to it. That like obviously the fist at the end is obviously the culmination of it all. But the Phoenix wings, the Endeavor literally propelling himself and being stabbed through and not being able to move his body and moving forward, the kid yelling, the music, like there's so many little things throughout the fight that aren't anything like there's no flaming I guess there kind of is at the end but like even with the Deku fighting overhaul like you kept seeing that escalate so much faster than you saw all the fists coming down from the sky Deku basically going super saiyan like it didn't feel like that quick of escalation with the overhaul I mean with the Endeavor fight it felt like a bunch of really small things and then he just suddenly did the one plus ultra move and it just all ended yeah. it was such a different kind of power fight but it's still so cool. But I mean, like that's like, and I like I like that Endeavor even like narrated that like that's how he fights. It's like I don't I don't like I don't waste time. It's like it's super move after super move after super move, and you're you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna die to one of these. You know what I mean? So, but I love I love how they like inc- incorporated the, these strands of heat, like how he basically like chopped the building up into like oh really. Oh my tiny- god, that right? was such a cool animation. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh my god, and and then. Okay, the, the next scene did kind of feel weird when Hawks was running backwards and Devra was kind of flying backwards. Like, the animation looked just a little weird there while they were talking with how Hawks was running. But it's still, the scene before that looked really cool. And then Hawks even using all of his feathers just to kind of move away the debris, not to get anyone damaged. Like, again, so many little really cool parts throughout this time. Yeah, and they had a, t- a ton of times where, like, the fire was going super hot and they would switch to, like, a sketch. Instead of, like, full animation, they would switch so it's more sketched out. I really like that too. That was sick. Yeah, and just, just I think, and I just because I think we're starting to beat a dead horse a little bit. The final point is, I enjoy the fact that Hawks never actually like chewed out Endeavor. Like he knew how Endeavor works going into that fight, and it's not like, oh my god, he's gonna kill all these innocent people by destroying this building. You know what I mean? Like Hawks was like fully aware that that's what the ramifications of Endeavor fighting was, and he just went with it. And he's like, all right, I'm just gonna make this really easy for him. You know what I mean? So. I, I like that. I like that there's that understanding there from the get-go. Yeah. No, I I agree. Again, so many cool parts. Definitely an episode we'll all go back and talk about. Um, probably next week we'll even talk about a little bit more too, and I'll explain why. But before we get to all that, do we want to go into a plus ultra? Do we need to discuss the yeah, plus ultra Yeah, it, it's, it's ceremonial. We have to say it's, it. It's, yeah, we have I to. Know. I know. All right. So... With that, let's move into our Plus Ultra Award. Where each and every week, each one of all all three of our co-hosts will decide which character went Plus Ultra, went beyond, rather it's a hero, villain, object, whatever you want it to be, you get to pick it. And Dylan, since you say this is so ceremonial, you get to lead off today. I think it is very clear what we're all going to say, but easily endeavor i mean he did it he even said it he even said the yeah. plus ultra thing and i think i yeah. think that the 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 two solidifying moments is where he phoenixed his way up into the air and just absolutely blasted him and when he came down and did the camino pose the all might camino <laughs> pose with the hand yep. in the air still that yeah oh chef's kiss so good i love it yeah james is saying at least i like yeah and like you know you know i'm a big proponent of like making sure that like if i can get a minor character in there i will but like 
I can't. It's in, like in, Endeavor did it, man. Like it was. It, this was Endeavor's fight. It was Endeavor's episode. It was Endeavor's moment. He did it. I agree. And yeah, for me, I definitely agree. The Plus Ultra moment, obviously, Young Plus Ultra, pretty much always classifies you as a Plus Ultra recipient in my book. But also, it was the Camino pose at the end, the standing the up pose, yeah. with everyone after Todoroki getting like it's it's that whole minute there, like I said at the beginning, where he's falling down from the sky. You get the far back shot. You see it hit the ground. Then you go to Todoroki, just about to lose it, and then it cuts back. The flames go away, and the fist is just there. Holy shit, such a good moment. So yeah. No, there, there's no one else that could even Hawks would obviously be the honorable mention because he did do so much to really help with it, but nowhere near enough to even come close to Endeavor in this episode. Yeah. Do we do now? Do we switch the the soundbite now to Endeavor saying Plus Ultra? Other than all, at, at least, oh, I, well, we totally did. To we, for this episode. Well, we totally did for this episode. Like you guys just heard yeah. it. Oh yeah, obviously yeah. We this episode we did it <laughs> way in advance. That's definitely something that I didn't do in post editing. Um. But all right, so with that, we've already had a lot of Season 5 talk, but we did have an actual Season 5 teaser and the announcement of Season 5, as if there was a question about that. But we see Deku sleeping on top of the sheets in his uniform. What the fuck, first off. <laughs> but we see Deku sleeping in a dream, and the other recipients of for um, One for All are there, watching the original confrontation between All for One and One for All. And then um, Deku, the original one for all, reaches out and touches Deku's hand, saying, so you are the ninth. And then Deku, the widder in his room shatters. Deku wakes up sweating, and his hand is glowing. And then we get that cut, to be continued, season five. Okay, so first of all... What does this mean? What is this uh, Avatar The Last okay, well, Airbender scene that they, they yeah, showed us? <laughs> that's exactly the same thought that well, went through my head. I think, I think we need to bring up the fact, too, that, like, so... Deku wasn't entirely there in like this scene. It was like his eyes up, and then like he one... can only use twenty percent. Oh, that makes way. Yeah, more. so that it's, would it's be 20% my percent of his He's body. Yeah. not one hundred percent is what I definitely thought that was. I, that I, makes I that agree. makes yeah, because I I had no idea. I was like this like because it was it was above his eye, and then his one arm that and that was it, right? So. Oh, I didn't see the arm. I just saw it above the eye. Yeah, because it was the arm that he reached out with. That one was exposed, and then it was from like his eyes up. So, so like, th- where where's All Might? Yeah, All Might wasn't in the row. Oh, that either. is so. T- he's not dead. Wait, wait. Then wait. Does does that mean that Deku's part dead? Dead? Like, why is he there? Yeah, he's yeah, just dreaming a- because he has a power. He can interact with them. Does that mean All Might has had these dreams before? All like, because like, hasn't he mentioned it? Didn't Deku he's like, met- mention he- that he saw eyes at the school festival? Uh, a sports festival well yes. like even yes. all might sounded like skeptical when he was talking about it though he was like because it was all a lot of like i thinks and like like you know it seemed like it wasn't something that all like that now that being said all might is like the master of smoke and mirror apparently at this point because he just doesn't tell deku dick so <laughs> <laughs> like true i don't like so i don't know i don't know if all might has had similar dreams who who knows but like yeah so, man if obviously to me this tells some kind of power jump for Deku next season. Dylan, you mentioned it earlier, like power needs, I mean, Deku needs a power jump to be able to fight these no moves to fight one for all. I mean, one for all for one. Like he needs to have that power jump and that's what this is, but I have no idea what it's going to mean. I think the other, um, God, I wish you'd seen the movie because I think I know where this is all going, but it's a big spoiler in the movie, Dylan. 
Well, we're doing this chronologically, so it's totally fine that we we don't talk about the movie yet, because it chronologically it happens. It, the movie happens next after this, and between now and uh, season five, so it works out perfectly. But I don't know. I'm I'm excited, and I, I I don't know. I have so many questions. I want to know what's going on. Why 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 are things physically happening when he wakes up? What was the explosion? What's going on? Are we going to find out about some of the older people, like some of the, the, the past generation? Well, I think we have to. I think they've shown them now. We've learned a little bit about All Might's uh, predecessor. And I think showing these other people for the first time. But but you can show but not go into it because they did that with Avatar. They, did it, they, 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 show, also, they show a ton of people in The Last Iron Bender. But in we the same learned scene. their names and powers and stuff like that. Not like, really. We, we know the last three. Yeah, yeah but we, bare, we learned like, about but, the previous but, fire, air, and elite. Yeah, but barely. We barely learn about them. Not really all that much, but maybe we, we don't even hear the names of these other ones. Why do we have to? Maybe we don't have to. Who knows? Who knows, Andrew? People do know, Dylan. I I don't I I I just wanted I want the next season to be here already. I want to I be do here. too. When do we think next season's coming? In five years. I don't know. Yeah. I would say next spring at the earliest. I can see it being next summer. Yeah, I think there's two major things to think about. Is one, um, I think production for new shows are probably slowing down with the coronavirus happening. Um, yeah, and, I'd say at least two seasons. Everything's been pushed back at least two anime seasons. Yeah, and number two, um, we're also getting incredibly close to the manga. Um, from what I've heard, it's only an arc behind, which oh, is what? really close. Yeah, but that's not but good. another thing to think about is um, this show. I don't want to say has an expiration date, but they have said this isn't going to be a forever running shonen. It's going to end. Um, so yeah. I I think having it be a little bit later, even though I really want to watch it, um, is a good thing. Because I think they're going to kind of try to balance it so that hopefully the manga ends and then the show ends very shortly after. Um, which yeah. is cool, which I think would be a good thing. Even though I'm really sad because I, I yeah, still want to watch it. I don't want us getting full metal alchemists. I want us to I want us to get this thing done done right. So I agree. And that I'll make that, that could take longer and that's incredibly sad, but there is yeah. It'll give us all time to read the manga. Start reading the manga is what yeah. I what I'm gonna tell everyone. Shonen jump two two bucks a month, week, whatever. Yeah, it's it's two it's two bucks a month and you get to read a hundred chapters a day of anything they've ever done, which a hundred chapters a day um, I know there's some absolute degenerates out there. That are I've, been hit that. I've, I've been close. I've been close on doing Demon Slayer. Yeah, but, was... but 100 chapters is a lot for a day. And, like, you, you get it for, like, next to nothing. So I would definitely recommend that because you could do that. You could do Demon Slayer. You can get caught up on One Piece. There's a 1,000 chapters. Yeah. You can get caught up on Vigilantes, too. Like, I mean, like, there's, there's like, even if you just want to stay in the My Hero scope, you have My Hero and you have My Hero and Vigilantes, so... That's a, that's a ton. Of, that's a ton to read, anyways. Yeah, but so what is the biggest time frame that we had between two seasons? Because I know um, most of the time it's like I I, we, I know we've ended in the spring and started in the fall before. Um, I know there yeah, was a time wasn't before that, it was short. Was that two to three? I think um, it might it? have been two to three. I think one to two was a year. One to two was a year. Yeah, one to two was a while. I know yeah, that. So I I could totally see us getting. Um, a, a year uh, or even a year and a half i i think it's possible this one might be a year and a half of where it'll start fall of 2021 i could yes. see it okay so it started um season one started april uh 2016 two was april 2017 three was april 2018 all and years and season four 
was October 2019. So that was about a year and a half. Yeah, I could oh, totally wow. see wow, a year okay. and a half. Even though they've, I think, I, I think the studios basically all but confirmed we're going to see this through to the end, um, just because it's so profitable and stuff in in yeah. both the West and East. Um, I think probably what's going to happen is, especially just because of COVID, that we're going to get a year and a half on this one. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? Now that I like, now that I'm thinking back, that like it was like a year and a half. Like I wouldn't be too worked if it was two. I would be like I would be antsy. Like I would be real antsy. But like I mean, I think two wouldn't be unreasonable either, seeing as if they took that much time. But we did already get a movie, so I don't know. And, maybe and, yeah, there's there's a huge budget that goes towards the movie as well. Yeah, exactly, right? So, I don't know. Well, which is all the more reasons I wanted the movie to come out in four months from now instead of three months, like two months ago, because it would have made sense chronologically and it would have gave us that filler we needed between seasons. Yeah, yeah and I, I don't, because I don't know what's going on, but it has to be, like, I don't want to say a different production company, but, like, something has to be different about the way they do the movies that it would come out at such weird times. Yeah, like it just it's like like it just didn't make sense. It just didn't the, the, math the only didn't... thing I could think of is that they know that the bulk of their money is not made in the theater, but it's made on DVDs and Blu-rays all when it comes out. So they put the movie Maybe. out in theaters like at a weird time because when the Blu-ray comes out, it's going to be July, which is a perfect time honestly for it. Like it's coming out after the season ends. Um it it's, it, it gives us a little bit of a break. I think Maybe that is what they're aiming for. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. That that I think that's the most reasonable response. I think like, there's, like unless there's some unless there's some other ridiculous reason that we're not even considering. But yeah, that seems to me to make the most sense. But I guess we know the show is a ways away. We're already at forty minutes, so I want to talk about what we kind of have in store for the podcast next. Obviously, the last what thirty weeks, pretty much half a year for us now. We've been recapping. Longer than that, actually. We've been recapping the newest episode of the season for 26 ep- 25 episodes now. And then we did the first four seasons of the anime as well. And kind of going forward, we just talked about it could be a year, year and a half, two-year gap until the next time we have an episode to actually recap. So going forward, we're still trying to figure out exactly what we want to do. Next week, we will still have a normal episode where we'll be talking about season five, four as a whole. We'll be talking about our favorite moments. We'll be talking about maybe a little bit more of what season five holds. Looking back on the first couple seasons. Pretty much just a big recap to everything we talked about for the last 25 weeks. And then after that, we're going to be doing... We don't know yet. We want to hear what you guys want to hear from us. We have talked about going into the Vigilantes manga. That's continuing on right now. Doing a couple chapters each week and recapping that. So we still have new content to talk through. We've talked about doing ranking episodes um, such as... Um, best quirks coolest looking quirks Dylan doing a fanfic episode about his favorite relationships like there's so many different things we want to do so we want to hear your ideas exactly of what we want we already got a bunch of awesome suggestions from Matthew he sent us a contact form I think two days ago with a bunch of really cool ideas that we're definitely going to take advantage of so if there are any specific episodes you want us to talk about if you don't want us to do the um vigilantes let us know you don't you're not interested in that you're not you really want us to do that we'll make sure to do that Whatever you guys want, we want to make sure, but we are going to continue doing this show weekly for the foreseeable future. If that changes, we'll let you know. We're going to try to pre-record some episodes if James ever does disappear on us. But we're all stuck in quarantine right now. We've got a (laughs) lot of time to create content. So we're going to keep coming to you each and every week. So let us know what you want us to hear about. We'll try to maybe do interviews and all that kind of stuff. So we're going to be here. Class 1A is going to keep coming to you each and every week. So as always, 
they're going to say to do the five-star review, tell your friends. Please do because we're not going anywhere, and we want to keep creating content that you guys love. So the whole contact us on popped off, uh, underscore popped underscore off on Twitter and contact at poppedoff.com means more than ever because we want to shape the show to exactly what you guys want it to be now that the season's over. So please, this is a time we're asking for suggestions more than ever. Is there anything you two want to add into that? Uh, go ahead, Dylan. No, I was just saying, yeah, we really <laughs> want to keep doing the show just because we, we love doing it. And I think we're all all still incredibly excited about My Hero. And um, I remember it was about a year ago when we started talking about doing the show. Um, and we were just so hyped on it because we all love the show. And I think even now just solidifies that, damn, the show's really great. It's awesome. Let's see what more we can talk about with it because there's so much with the show and so much other content we can do. Yeah. And something – I'm sorry, James. Do you have no, something more to say? No, no, no go, go ahead. You're good. And something that I didn't talk to these two about, but I'm going to kind of reveal to you guys right now. Ooh. But we also all do have a new show coming out. I don't have the, announce, the exact date or anything like that yet. We're going to figure that out, but we'll keep you updated on the podcast. But if you still do want to watch an anime weekly with us, we are going to be doing Demon Slayer next in a very similar fashion. It's going to be called Demon Slayer Chronicles. It's going to be following the same format as Class 1A, except all about the Demon Slayer manga, and we'll be doing the same thing. So that'll be another show we have coming to you that will be released on Wednesdays. We're still finalizing the exact date. We're doing a bunch of episodes each and every week so that you guys have those prepared for you when you want to dive into them. So... This is a spoiler for another thing. So we are going to keep talking My Hero, but we do have so much passion for other animes. So if you still want something to watch weekly, we're going to have that for you guys as well. So again, we'll give you more information about that, give you the exact link and all that when that's coming. But that's another thing that we do have coming for the future. But with that, guys, with all of our announcements, is there anything else you two want to say about upcoming content? Or are you guys good? We're going to wrap this up. All right, I think I have already done the follow-ups with the five-star. I took the entire outro from them because I was so excited about everything we have coming in the future because it's so much fun. We love creating this content for you. So, as always, thank you so much for coming to class today. We hope to see you back here next week for the uh, Season 4 recap and whatever else we want to recap. But class is now dismissed, and we'll see you guys back here next Saturday. Bye.